everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals, your junk journal podcast. Here we go, talking about everything junk journal related, paper crafting related, life of a crafter, answering your crafty questions. Uh, uh, So I thought I'd talk with you today about, right now it's the end of July. It's hot. It's Florida. Now I know that July means winter in other places in the world. Um, But I was wondering, you know, how the weather affects crafting. And a couple things come to mind. Um, It kind of seems like an obscure topic to talk about, but Sonny is at my feet. Now, thankfully not nibbling them. I have given him some kibble to eat while I'm doing the podcast. (laughs) My little trick. And he's hungry, so it's, it's very good. He's eating. Okay. So I was thinking, um, you know, what you guys might be going through, what you're experiencing, and how it affects your crafting. And weather can affect crafting greatly. Well, number one, a good thunderstorm, rainstorm, snow blizzard, really cold day, almost beckons one to craft, doesn't it? It says snuggle in, hug a, um, curl up with some hot chocolate and soft, you know, fluffy slippers and maybe drag over some, you know, simple paper pleasures to snip and cut and glue and paste and, or maybe just uh, sit with there with your journal and uh, write down some ideas in it, or maybe the thoughts of your day about what you might craft next. Who knows? I mean, it can be a very snuggling feeling. Um, And, and that's, that's the good part. And then there's the flip side of it's too hot. It's too cold. I'm uncomfortable. I have to wear 47 sweaters in order to get my hands warm enough just to work the scissors. Or um, my glue doesn't behave in the winter. What is that? I don't know. It's a strange thing. Um, So yeah, the humidity can make a difference. How long it takes your projects to dry. If you're doing um, coffee dyeing of papers or avocado dyeing of papers or any kind of dyeing of papers, they may take longer to dry. Maybe you're going to have to um, switch to the oven method for certain months. Not going to have to, but it's an option. Um, or maybe you're going to hang them to dry outside because it's so dry, they dry in seconds when you hang them out from a, a clothesline on the porch. Um, I saw a lady who, uh, in our Facebook group, she posted drying her papers in her very hot car in Puerto Rico. And I thought, oh, that is brilliant, you know? Uh, What a grand idea. Um, She was just going to town, uh, putting them in her car while she was at work. She'd spread them all out in her car and she'd come out and they'd be all dry. (laughs) That was brilliant. I love the ingenuity of crafters. Um, You guys are amazing. You bring so many possibilities to the forefront. So thank you for that. Sonny's kibble is holding out. What on earth was that? I have to go check something. I'll be right back. Okay. I could not find the source of that noise. I don't know what it was. Holly denied everything, although it could have been Holly. He likes to make certain interesting noises, but it was a unique noise to the house, and I thought I'd better check it out. Um, But uh, anyway, there you go. Um, So, uh, the weather. Oh, my goodness. I was just standing outside, and it is so hot. I think that's probably what propagated this talk. Um, It takes a while to cool off. You know, you got to come inside, cool off, acclimate, get back to a normal temperature. And uh, that's not possible everywhere around the world. I know there are a lot of people who craft in all sorts of different 
scenarios. And I applaud you greatly because, um, you know, it takes dedication and commitment to craft in difficult circumstances. So way to go. And maybe it, I'm thinking it might give you like peace of mind to craft in difficult circumstances because I know a lot of us craft to relieve the pressures of life or just an escapism sort of thing or maybe a place to find new friends, uh, people who are interested in a similar um, community-like feel. And uh, yeah, sometimes we just, it's just a comforting place to be. So, yeah, how does the weather affect you? Um, high pollen count. Well, I can tell you that affects us greatly around here. My, my poor husband is, what are you eating? Oh, you're going to run away? You, he has a piece of paper bag in his mouth. Are you, are you going to actually eat that or are you just going to chew on it? If you just chew on it, it's okay. I can get it. Oh, he's too fast for me. He won't let me get it. Um... Well, just don't eat it, okay? I guess I could do the exchange. That's right. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Okay. Sunny, you want a treat? Oh, I got a treat. Oh, yeah, he dropped it. <laughs> okay, that means I got to get up all my paper off the ground. And I got to come through with a treat or else he won't believe me anymore. So come on, Sunny, we got to get a treat. I know you worked me over. So now he's learning to pick up paper, have me chase him, and then he'll get a treat. Here's a dental stick. That sounds exciting. He actually likes his dental sticks. Okay, there he goes. He's That'll be good for 10 minutes. Sorry. <laughs> Got to keep the pup occupied. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, pollen count. Yeah, my husband suffers from severe allergies. And uh, so, um, how does that affect me? Um, I used to be really bothered. Not so much anymore. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, when you are sneezing and your eyes are red and watery and you, you can barely breathe or focus or do anything, the smallest of tasks can feel overwhelming. Um, I know that's reality for a lot of folks. So, uh, you know, just kind of thinking about how the different things in our environment affect us. And um, I think I've mentioned before, I do have HEPA filters in the house, so that does help a lot. I just bought the units you buy on Amazon. I stuck them all over the house. So, because when you're paper crafting, it, it produces a lot of dust. Working with fabric, it produces a lot of dust, and uh, I think it's a good idea to have clean air. I mean, maybe the the best solution is, um, you know, daily mopping and dusting and opening the windows to freshen out the air and and you know let some good negative ions in or something like that. I don't know, but uh, air quality is a big thing. And whether it's pollution or um, allergen, pollen count, dander count, um, that type of thing, that can make a difference in the quality of your experience. Even aside from the quality of your crafting, I mean, you, it, it's nice when you feel great. Um, very few of us feel great all the time, um, but we still craft. And I think that is pretty darn amazing that um, this can sometimes be utilized as a as an avenue to go down when you're not feeling so good. And it gives you a little bit of a, I'm just getting a drink, okay, but not that kind of drink, it's just water <laughs> and uh, electrolyte powder. Okay, um, yeah, it just kind of uh, um, gives you a sense of pause, like how do these things affect me and, and can I make them better? Can I make my environment more inviting and more comfortable? Um, what can I do about the temperature if it's not comfortable for me? If I can't change 
the whole temperature in the house or the apartment? Can I change the temperature in one little area? My husband and I have the constant, I'm cold, he's hot thing. So we're, we're going up and down with the thermostat all day long. And, uh, um, but what I have learned <laughs> to keep marital peace is, uh, if you can control the environment in your own area, that's great. Now, I think it's easier to make a place warm than it is cool if you just, you know, get one of those little ceramic heaters and make sure it's safety tested and all that, blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll just put that down by my feet so my feet can stay warm and then uh, the rest of me is warm. So that works well in the winter. And believe it or not, we get cold in Florida uh, in the winter, maybe not by your standards, but by our thin Floridian blood, very cold. So we also have tile floors, and that means that the tile gets cold, so it's harder to walk around in bare feet. And uh, um, so it's slipper time in the winter time here. Now, the um, trying to keep it cool, we have a little battle going on with that, I must say. Um, most of my crafting is done downstairs. I, uh, I do have a second level where I do my fundals and that upstairs, uh, but... When I'm crafting downstairs and my husband is doing videos or something upstairs for his business, he closes the door because he doesn't want ambient noise coming in. <laughs> Although he just walks through my videos without thinking anything. <laughs> He's so funny. And um, he'll, um, he opens up all the blinds so he gets good light. And he won't turn on the fan because that blows all his papers around and it gives a funny noise and he doesn't want that in the background. So basically everything that he does makes that room hotter. So he needs to really turn the AC down cold, which makes me freeze downstairs. So I walk around in what looks like a parka most of the time. So anyway, there's that. I mean, just goofy little things. These are like the weird things in life that come along that uh, um, affect our crafting. You know, I mean, it does. I mean, when I've got my parka on, it's a little more cumbersome to craft because I am the Michelin Tire woman sitting here in my craft room in my big parka and my mucklucks trying to stay warm in the middle of July. It makes no sense to me at all. I know, I know. Um, there's got to be a better way. Uh, so, um, uh, most of the time it's not too bad. And if it gets too hot, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll just, if it's too cold, I'll put more layers on. If it's too hot, I'll take some layers off. And uh, I just, you know, work with what we got. That's what 99% of us do. We just work with what we got and work around it and um, take the path of least resistance, right? Yes. <laughs> and um, so, yeah. So what about your supplies and how are they affected by weather? Um, we know that paints and certain things can dry and crack over time. It could be a perfectly good supply when you bought it. Then you forgot about it for a few years and stuck it in the back of a drawer. And when you pull it out, it's all dried up. How many times has that happened? Oh, my goodness. I just found that that happened to me with some beautiful uh, colored modeling paste. It was in a jar. And uh, this is one of the reasons why I really like the modeling paste that you can squeeze out of a tube because it prevents it from drying out faster. The ones I've had in the jars have all eventually dried out more. Um, uh, you know... Things like Mod Podge should come in a squeeze tube of some sort. Um, I put my Mod Podge in this um, glassware for like fridge storage stuff. And somebody asked me if it was my lunch. <laughs> no, no, it's my Mod Podge. Uh, but no matter how careful I am, there's always this gluey residue that forms around the edge of the container. And then when I open it, I have to peel that off, which is wasted product, right? It's gone. 
and air has dried it. Um, and then I seal it again. And it seems to happen all the time. I, I probably because I'm wiping my spatula or my paintbrush on the side of the... What are you doing in there? That's not for you. No, you cannot. Don't chew the fundals <laughs> out of there. <laughs> all right, I have to put a little blockade up there. All right. Oh, he's all he's all fire pants right now. Oh, you're all fire pants, aren't you? Yes, you just, you want to play. I know, I know. Well, we did play. Do you want more play? Okay, we'll play more. Okay, okay. Um, you want to be you want to be on the podcast? No, you just want to play. Okay, got it. All right. Well, we'll get to play. I promise. Okay. All right. Maybe we'll go swimming. Oh no! <laughs> Look of sheer terror. Um, actually, he's calming down. Swimming. I think he's realized that he is finding his way out, and life is good, and he's not so panicked, which is, makes me feel good. Um, so anyway, yes. So. Does it make a change? Does the weather make a change to the time of day that you craft? Maybe you're avoiding the heat um, of the day, so you're crafting in the morning and at night because it's cooler. Maybe you can sit by your favorite window that's open and you get a nice little cross breeze, and that little cross breeze is golden. It's worth everything, and uh, um, that's all it is. You know, it's like uh, you, you accommodate to the situation at hand. Like a good crafter, we adapt, and um, we don't conform we sort of reform or transform that's probably a better word yep <laughs> and um, um, or if it's cold maybe you go, you have the luxury of a fireplace and maybe you say to yourself well this is a perfect reason to put the uh, few logs on the fire and get the place all nice and toasty and then we'll craft and maybe we'll have the girls over and we will uh, um, have some hot chocolate and craft away together as a grand group or maybe it'll just be you sitting there and just enjoying the peaceful solitude of a, a nice uh, night crafting in front of a warm fire or maybe your ceramic heater <laughs> I wish I had a fireplace we don't have a fireplace we have a little you know like one of those patio fire things that you can get and so we have that for the but in the, yeah not in July sorry not not putting any logs in there no 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 um, so we just wait and uh, <laughs> wait for the blessing of October to come. And it's not far away. Um, so, yeah, the um, I think the changing of the seasons changes the weather. Or the weather changes and then the seasons change. I'm not quite sure chicken and egg there. But that maybe moves us forward in our crafting. Because it causes us to reflect or think about the different seasons. The different holidays that are coming up in that season who's coming to visit during that season what your daily tasks are during that season maybe you have an apple farm and it's time for the apple harvest in the fall so you don't do a lot of crafting in the fall maybe your time is um springtime or or summer or something like that i mean really um the weather has a profound effect on our crafting and oh i was i was thinking about this it's, it's sort of related but um, I was thinking about folks who maybe live in uh, big cities and they don't have a lot of greenery or parks or access to plants and shrubbery and things like that. Or it's a different time of year wherever you are and I may be showing something with a plant uh, or a leaf that I got grabbed from outside, but you look outside and the snow is up to your knees and they're dead in the water, right? Well, um, I came across these fake leaves they're, I guess, silk or plastic or rayon or something. I'm pretty sure I got them at the Dollar Tree, a little packet of fall leaves. And they're really nice shapes. And I thought, wow, you know, why can't we use these instead of the real leaves? 
And we could actually rinse them out after and, or, or maybe just leave the coffee dye on them with, you know, if they've been sprayed and used as stencils. It might actually look pretty. It could be used in our crafting. Or we could just rinse them out and let them air dry or not rinse them out and let them air dry and uh, just uh, reuse them and reuse them and reuse them. And that'll save you a trip outside rummaging through your neighbor's uh, uh, garden, hoping he doesn't see you. Hi, Alan. <laughs> um, borrowing some of his leaves. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, we we do have options and we have workarounds. So if you find yourself in a situation because of the weather that you can't access certain uh, craft supplies like uh, fresh flowers or fresh leaves or something like that, um, you may have alternatives. And I think we just need to put that thinking toque on. Yes, it's a thinking toque because I'm from Canada. <laughs> so, um, yes, I think that there's a lot of things that happen to us and, and that's part of the bonding that we don't even realize this is happening to us yet it's happening to all of us all the time I mean wherever you are when you're listening to this at that moment what is the weather like um, does it put you in the mood to craft or does it say no it's a beautiful day I want to spend time outside running through the meadows in my bare feet enjoying the sunshine um, you know maybe it's one of those days and that's great because you're actually still kind of crafting and here's how you're drawing pictures in your mind, adding them to your imagination data bank for your artist soul. And then you bring those memories, thoughts and feelings and ambiances and essences with you back into your craft room and those come out in your crafting. I think that's the flow. I, I, I really, I think that's how it happens. Um, you know, if I go to the beach, I'll, I'll draw or pull from the beach feeling, um, or the park. We have a little local park here we, we like to go to. And um, I love being out in nature. It's one of my favorite things. And I do a lot of recording of my podcasts at the park. I'll just take my little truck over there and I'll sit there in the parking lot. Um, <laughs> and I'll just be babbling away inside the truck. Uh, and I, I find that, I don't know, it's just enjoyable. It's a nice, serene environment. So you don't even have to own the beauty. You can go borrow the beauty from somewhere else, like your city um, or the beach or the park or, you know, what have you. Maybe you've got waterfalls or a meadow or, or um, something, you know, something. Or, and if you don't, you can always look at some things online to inspire you to have that feeling. Maybe you can put on some uh, nature sounding, relaxing music and uh, maybe a scented candle that smells like an evergreen forest and just kind of zone in that for a bit. That sounds nice, doesn't it? I think I'd like to do that right now. <laughs> and uh, soft snow falling. Oh, oh, what my kingdom for a snowflake right now. Um, you know, the grass is always greener, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, let me tell you. And uh, yeah, so it affects our psyche, our moods, our supplies, where we craft, the lighting for crafting. I mean, there's another thing. If uh, it's a dark, gloomy, thundery day, maybe the light isn't so good for your, your um, eyeballs and it's a little bit harder to see your little bits and bops and you're chasing a tiny little seed bead across your desk and you barely catch it by the tail and you accidentally shoot it off into space and you have no idea where it went at that point. <laughs> it's just gone. <laughs> um, so it's kind of a funny thing, but it is universal. And I think it somehow um, 
when you understand that everybody else around you is experiencing the same thing. I hope it it gives you a feeling that the world is really a smaller, cozier place than it uh, seems sometimes. And uh, it's kind of nice that we can all come together over something as simple as paper. So I'm wishing you all the best. Make sure if you haven't signed up for my free monthly emailed newsletter that you do because you get a free digital image, also known as a printable. And you can print it out and use it any way you like in your artwork. And uh, there's a whole bunch of other freebie things on my newsletter. So feel free to sign up for that. The link is uh, down below in my uh, description box of my videos. And we will be talking to you next time. Take care, everybody, and happy crafting and create with reckless abandon. Bye-bye. Thank you.